In what is, for us, a relatively short conversation, we look back at the high holiday season that just wrapped and think about lessons for life and for right now. This is Jews Talk Racial Justice with April and Tracy, a weekly show hosted by April Baskin and Tracy Guy Decker. In a complex world, change takes courage. Wholehearted relationships can keep us accountable. All right. We are, what, a week or two after the high holiday season. So sad, perhaps a sad time for some of us who really love the high holidays and a huge kol ha-kavod, I hope you are getting rest to our beloved Jewish clergy and Jewish synagogue and Jewish community staff. Uh, I think even though it's approaching two weeks-ish after our sacred Chagim, our sacred high holidays, I know that a number of our beloved colleagues are likely still catching their breath, even as the fall season is likely picking up. And I just want to say, uh, along with you, Tracy, that um, to our beloved folks who have been doing tremendous amount of labor of love and love and maybe not labor of love, maybe, maybe labor of obligation and commitment, but hopefully labor of love. I think for many, both, um, and depending upon how your community treated you, it might feel one way or the other, um, that you are loved and appreciated. And, um, I wanted to say this because Tracy, you mentioned a similar theme that you've been sensing happening in the broader ether. And I thought a perfect entry point, um, given core themes of our beloved Jews talk racial justice podcast, I wanted to give a shout out to our Jewish clergy, um, and everything that they navigate in general and specifically, especially during this high holiday season at this moment in time with everything that's happening politically and communally and sociologically, there's so much shift. That was a lot to hold for clergy as well as community staff and other lay leaders who were just pouring their all over the past few weeks. And so in the in recent days and also in the coming days and weeks and even months to a certain extent, I, I, I hope you are sp- paying as much as you can a special attention to nourishing yourself in ways that make sense and taking breaks and setting up boundaries as needed to recoup and recover and replenish after giving so much. Yeah. Same, same. You know, sometimes I think about um, the holiday, like the, the calendar as a wheel. In fact, the behind me, for those of you watching the video, there's like the, that circle is, um, the Jewish calendar. And yes. it's like, it's like, it's unbaited on, excuse me. It's on, it's unweighted. No, that's not what I want. It's unbalanced. Right. Cause there's this heavy, this heavy weight there in, in, um, in Tishrei. And, mm. um, and then there are other little weights around, but there, there's like so many. And I used to think that that was somehow a mistake or like poor planning, <laughs> but I've come to really start to appreciate the sequence of all of the Hagim in the way that they come, which I, I want to offer, especially for those of us who are like you just named April, the weight of the world right now just feels really, really heavy. I mean, it has for 
couple years now, like since the start of pandemic, at least and even before, and yeah. even before, um, like the pandemic. And people just, thought it was like, rough before that hit, right? Right. Like <laughs> pandemic just added like weight on top of weight on top of weight, and it just it just keeps coming. It's like whack a mole or something. But one of the, the things I'm thinking about now, as I'm looking backward on this most recent high holiday season, is the way we sort of start the season in like kind of grounding and reflection in the past. And then we end in joy with Simchat Torah and Simchat Torah's lesson of, you know, that we're always in process, like not even for a week do, are we finished with Torah, with, with, you know, our lessons um, and our joy and our, you know, like the the sort Mm -hmm. of core that holds us all together. Um, Not even for a week, as soon as we finish, uh, that final paragraph, then we, you know, we say chazak, chazak, v'nid chazak, and go straight into the next one, uh, into back into Brashid, into the beginning again. And um, I, th- there's something just so profound, profound, and and also simple in that not pausing at the end, but going right back in that feels really um, instructive, especially now with all of the weight that we're managing um yeah the the weight's not quite the right word but there's there's just intensity yeah and like there's a sadness and a i'm feeling fear i I don't know my sense is there's a lot of fear in the collective consciousness right now there's a sense of powerlessness um which I don't think is accurate. Like, I don't think that we are in fact powerless. Um, yeah. And for me, there is comfort in that, in the reminder um, of, you know, that, yeah. And we just, and we keep reading and there's joy in it. Even as we started this whole season in that backward reflection in, you know, the beating of our chests on Yom Kippur. And so it, there's room for all of it, you know, the gratitude of, the the Sukkot, the the booths in the in the wilderness. You know, there's just the Sukkot. the comprehensiveness that we go through in that series of Hagim and that series of festivals and, and holidays. Um, at now, I feel much less like it's an unbalanced weight, an unbalanced wheel, rather, and more like there's work that we need to do, and without all of it, it's incomplete. And so I'm, I'm sensing. Yeah. I love that perspective. Now, you know, I love that much, perspective. Yeah. A much greater um, feeling of, of gratitude and, and wholeness, actually uh, moot from the, what feels like a lot <laughs> and even more for the clergy that April just, you know, gave a shout out to um, of all these Hakim in, in, in Tishrei. And I want to say something about this that may come off as annoying and I'm not quite sure how to say it so in a way that won't be annoying. And one of my liberatory practices right now is focusing less on caretaking for other people emotionally, even though I can't ever fully let it go because I care about humans, but is to say, I also want to be clear just in case it's helpful for anyone. If it's not, don't worry about it, that I'm not feeling that way. <laughs> um, I mean, that actually isn't fully true. But it doesn't feel like it's necessarily related to external circumstances, more about specific things or a, a Shiro's journey I am navigating um, 
in my own leadership and with my team, with our team, you know, uh, so, cause I think there's a way at times where a part of the collective consciousness that at times people who don't feel aligned, whether someone, whether you are feeling sad when the collective consciousness is happy or you are happy, like, I just want to make a case for, um, I guess what we say at the beginning of all of our programs, most of the time that all vibes are welcome, <laughs> but I think it's, I think it's helpful to at times, particularly as it relates to co-creation with the divine and comrades and engaging in resilience, that a key part of that is awareness, right? That with a culture, or, and even I think, honestly, I think there's more resistance. I'm not sure if there, or maybe it's equal. I'm not sure if it's a ubiquitous culture of toxic positivity and, or that the pushback about it is so big that it makes it seem bigger than it actually is. Like I, I question that at times, but that, that to, in the spirit of being in alignment with mindfully countering that dynamic, something that enables me to consistently engage in joyous justice is that whenever I'm not feeling joyful, I'm not feeling joyful. Like I don't, I take the time to be like, I'm terrified or I am I am deeply sorrowful. I am in grief, right? Like I am grieving. I am mourning. I am experiencing all these different things. Um, and, and the key that is a part of one of the lessons that you teach, um, in our leadership and coaching programs, uh, is as we acknowledge our different feelings and practice awareness of them, that a key part of that process is to nurture ourselves. It's to nurture and hold that feeling and to nurture and hold ourselves. And so we're making this a quick episode because we're recording right as we're running into a <laughs> another commitment we have as you might be as you're listening in or perhaps you're washing dishes or doing some other lovely thing that I like to do when I'm listening to my podcasts. That um, yes, the wheel keeps turning. We, we are a spiral. I'm hearing, as you were talking, I was hearing the song that's sung in Kohenet, Rav Kohenet Tama. We are a spiral. We are a spiral. Coming home. Um, that as this wheel keeps turning, and we just had this heavy thing, and we are navigating heavy things, that there's a way in which that is the perfect case for me to in the ways that make sense for all of us and each of us in distinct and collective ways for us to prioritize rest and self-care <laughs> that because it is complex. And so it's all the more important that we weave in moments of noticing and nourishment or release um, and, and rest and that that punctuation or those longer notes of that lately I found for me personally, I'm often, uh, horizontal for much of the weekend <laughs> lately. Like, even if I'm reading or doing work, like, I find like I, my body has just wanted deep rest. Like I will socialize another time. I will go out to the beach. I live only a mile from the ocean, but right now my body just wants to be flat. <laughs> and so I've given myself space to do that. And it's a little weird in a certain way, but I'm able to go into the week feeling rested. And so whatever that is for you, we wanted to let you know that we see you and we hear you, whether you are an oddball at the moment like me and are 
feeling excited and joyful or taking moments to feel the terror and move through it more quickly because you process it fully and then keep going. Or if you're in more of a static feeling of fear or fatigue or pain, um, that we are in this together uh, and we love you and in our space, in our podcast, whether we are directly talking about it or not, please know that all vibes are always welcome. And, and we love you. And we have a whole year ahead. Uh, for me, the Shemitah year uh, was a year of lots of learning, lots of tough love. <laughs> so I'm really excited about this coming year. Um, and to take on a number of um, next steps in growth. And we're really excited to share that with you all as we move forward. Tracy, anything else you want to add? Um, I just want to reiterate what you just said about, you know, um, we're in this together. I think that that for me, um, those, especially when I'm not in the same vibe as folks around me, or if I'm in low vibration, as you call it, sadness or grief, or even anger, sometimes I can feel very lonely. Um, and I think that remembering that I am not in fact alone, even if I'm not fully aligned, um, is, has been really, really important. And however that shows up, um, during the holidays, I sat in a sukkah and sang songs with, um, uh, some comrades in the, in the, in the work here in Baltimore or in Maryland. And it was amazing. And I wasn't in exactly the same place. Like we sang, uh, Batia Levine's We Rise, which I love that song. Um, and I started to get a little bit teary, um, as we were singing. And I mean, there was joy in this, in the sukkah and I, and I loved it. And that's part of why I was emotional, but also, you know, I'm, you know, we're all processing things that aren't showing at all times. And so anyway, if, if you also feel some loneliness, um, fleeting or otherwise, just me too. And, uh, you're not alone. Me three. I didn't sleep well last night. I've been feeling some low vibes today, but in general, I don't. I don't want to let oppressive dynamics determine my energy. Uh, but that doesn't still mean that at times they do and or that just things in my day can <clears throat> remind me of, uh, you know, I do, I do a lot of per, uh, trauma healing work in my personal life. And so I'm very conscious of when my trauma is triggered and it's an opportunity for me to do that work. And so I can have intense old feelings that are surfacing that I'm working through. And today is one of those days, but um, all of the vibes across the spectrum, all of the emotions have sacred and important roles to play in um, our awareness individually and collectively and in our co-creative work together. And the more we can embrace that, I think the more we can have access to our collective power and choice over time. Much love. Thanks for tuning in. Our show's theme music was composed by Elliot Hammer. You can find this track and other beats on Instagram at Elliot Hammer. If this episode resonated with you, please share it and subscribe. To join the conversation, visit JewsTalkRacialJustice.com, where you can send us a question or suggestion, access our show notes, and learn more about our team. 
Take care until next time and stay humble and keep going.